What's up, everybody? Sean here with another live live to roll for you guys this week. Uh, this week, we're talking some uh, disability, civil rights, and inclusion. Yesterday was Martin Luther King Day, so kind of just going with the flow and, uh, you know, what's what's going on in the world today. Uh, so, yeah, I am Sean. I'm a C5, C6 quadriplegic from a snowboarding accident. Coming up on 20 years in a couple weeks, uh, my anniversary will be. So... Almost hitting that uh, double decade. <laughs> um, Tom, you want to go ahead? Or Yeah, what's up, everybody? Uh, Tom Conaway, C6B, quadriplegic uh, from an automobile accident 26 years ago. Um, coming at you guys from beautiful Southern California. Um, and yeah, excited to talk about one of my favorite topics to talk about. Um, disability rights. Um Equal rights, equitability for everybody, uh, but particularly for individuals with disabilities. Um, so I'm excited for today's episode. Bobby, take it away. Not much. Uh, dang it. Dang it. Am I frozen? I'm frozen. No, you're good. Right. You're good. No, now. You're good. You're good. All right. Probably because it came to me and this is my worst topic. I hate this topic. I, I not, you don't I, like disability rights, Bobby? No, I know. No, because you're about to get canceled off of Terrell, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Probably kick me off. I don't care. You know, no. it's not that I don't believe in it. And I know we fight so hard and that's, you know, it becomes a, it's not political for what we're going to be talking about. So don't think that this is a political. It just, you know, I just, I want, you know, rights for everybody, you know, if it's the black community, if it's the gay community, if it's the disability community, and we're, we're you know, as much as we fight, it just, it's always going to have this un unbalance that for, for a lot of us, and it sucks, but, you know, we, we got to talk about it, because without talking about it, it'll only get worse, so you're all right, you are right that we have to bring it up, and we have to talk about it, and I can see why you know, some people would like that because they fight for it really hard. Um, because for me, I love love. I love everyone. And everybody's equal in my heart and everybody has the same rights as I do. And it sucks when I don't see it. So I'm Bobby Rohan, C5C6 quadriplegic, California. And two, no, what's today? The 16th? And less than... The 17th, I think, today is... Today's 16, the 17th. Right, 16. No, it's the 16th. I'm ahead. I'm ahead of myself. Uh, All right. I thought I was starting to take some uh, gummies or something. Um, and uh, in less than 10 days, that is my 20th anniversary of being married. So that's what I have. Ooh, that is pretty amazing. Um, so early. Congrats. That is very amazing that somebody would stick with me for 20 years. No. <laughs> Uh, amazing that you found a partner that you get to celebrate so many beautiful, wonderful years with. That's pretty rare these days. I look at my parents and I'm like, dang, y'all are the best. But you said like the hardest thing to aspire to attain, which is like 30 plus years together with someone that you still love, you know, today more than you ever have. Like that's something special and something amazing. Thank for you. Sure. Um, of course. So today we're talking about, I think it's a cool topic. Bobby said it. It's an important conversation to have. First off, let's just lay it out. Like, what um, are we talking about? We're talking about um, equ equitability, 
for everybody. Um, would you say that you are, you feel equally represented in society today, Bobby? You know what? Yes. And I know a lot of people don't, and, and maybe I do because, um, I don't know, maybe because I live in a smaller world and I feel like, yes, there's sometimes that I can't find a handicap parking or I can't have the same accessibility, meaning I, and I'll just give you this example. I signed up, I wanted to sign up for a marathon today uh, that's happening on Super Bowl Sunday um, right here in my town in Huntington Beach. And, you know, I emailed them, is it okay if I have a e-bike to do this? You know, I know that it's okay if you have a regular hand crank bike, but I just want to make sure like, Electric bikes, some people see it as cheating, and I don't for myself. It's a big workout, just the same as if I didn't for my level of injury. And then they email me back like, you you know, thank you for inquiring. Yes, you can uh, participate in our race, but it's got to be the half marathon, not the marathon because it goes on sand and beach. And it's like, what the hell? You know, that sucks that, I, you know, you can't and maybe I could fight harder to say, well, make a path for that area for me to lay down what they have now on some of the beaches, uh, a little trail. So, yeah, at all times, you know, I don't feel like I have that same rights as everybody else who can run on the beach or cycle on the beach. I can't. So, yeah, I guess sometimes there is. But then, you know, so I can sign up for the half marathon. Now you're I right. So that's that was a good, good example or not. That is a good example of, you know, like it's an understandable thing. It's not that big a deal. It's a marathon. You still have the ability to participate. I feel like in a meaningful capacity. Um, and there's not, I don't feel like too much discrimination or bias or um, unfair treatment going on there. Um, I face discrimination every day I feel like because my apartment is inaccessible at least the majority of it except for the small part that I can access to get in and out of my apartment so that is an example of an infringement upon my rights that I feel like most individuals in America have um, is access to housing fair accessible housing that's equal for everybody so I'm paying the same price as everybody else in my building on my floor, but I don't have access to many of the amenities that the building offers, meaning the pool, the recreation center, the gym, and just the rest of the building in general. Um, if I had a friend that lived on another floor, I couldn't visit them or whatever. So that's an example of discrimination that I feel like I face every day. Um, similarly, traveling, you know, like I can't fly comfortably in a fair and equal manner. I cannot take the train in a fair and equal manner. I feel like the closest they've come is here in the LA Metro. It's pretty good. I feel like in providing um, a reasonable alternative through access. Um, but many would argue that it is unfair and unreasonable because um, it you have to schedule 24 hours in advance. There's many um, things that are not equal and equitable to like someone just be able to hop on the bus and go where they want to go when they want to go. So 
that is kind of more of what we're talking about. Um, the history of like disability rights is really stark and kind of scary when you start to look into it too, because for many, many, many centuries, um, dis disabled people were cast off um, in society. They were maybe the only employment they could find was like through being like mocked or ridiculed or experimented upon. Um, there are many stereotypes and irrational fears surrounding individuals with uh, disabilities and just a lot of marginalization and stigmatization that we have faced um, for a long, 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 long time. That really didn't start to change until the early 20th century, early 1900s. Um, and it was really like the world wars that kind of started to incentivize and provide representation for individuals with disabilities because a lot of soldiers were coming back from World War One and World War Two, uh, disabled and traumatized and facing a lot of issues that needed addressing, be it medical treatment and rehabilitation to get back to normal vocation, well, normal participation well, in everyday society. And so, even and with, really, go ahead, Sean. Well, I was gonna say, even with all that, like back, you know, like people come back from war and I'm sure there was some, you know, like, some things that were changing in society. The fact of the matter is it wasn't until 1988 until we actually had anything written into law that helped give disability rights to people with disabilities. Like even the Civil Rights Act in 1964 was the first out outlaw, like uh, law to outlaw discrimination, but they excluded disability. You know, that was race, color, right. religion, and sex, well, but they didn't include disability. And we didn't get in until 1991. And nice. really back in World War One and Two, when they were coming back, it wasn't about anything rights and accessibility because they were just, you know, half the time and, and to say, you know, hey, we already know where disabled goes. You know, it just goes in this category. It wasn't until people were coming back from Vietnam saying, hey, wait, hold the horses, you know, now there's tons of us because back then, yeah, there should have been and we should have talked about it. But now in the 70s, when everything was being talked about, peace, love, war and all that, accessibility became a huge thing. And then, and I think that's where we started having the fight for, guess what? We can live a little bit longer with a disability. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Originally... Uh -huh. I don't think maybe they weren't trying to give disabled people rights because it was assumed, especially probably after World War One and two, if you came back with like a spinal cord injury or a major disability, like you probably weren't going to live a very long life and be able to do much. So it was more about technology than anything. Oh, are you kidding me? Did we freeze? That time you froze. Oh, very good. That time I froze. Oh, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I don't even know what to do about internet. So, but yes. a, a couple of things real quick. There was some legislation introduced earlier than the 1990 um, ADA Act. Um, the Rehabilitation Act of 1973 was introduced to provide some rights um, for individuals with disabilities, providing um, equal employment opportunity, um, mostly and then there was the education and, and for all children act in 1975 that was meant to provide a more equitable space in the public school system for kids because up until the 1970s 
kids with disabilities, even if they were perfectly cognitively functional and only had physical disabilities, were not allowed or provided services to like a normal public school environment. So the thing too that like was big part of disability rights, it kind of went along with the civil rights. Like the Civil Rights Act was um, mo like very much to provide equal rights for all marginalized minorities, um, mostly African-American people at the time that um, were facing really serious racism and stigmatization and non-equal rights. But they were represent, like the, the civil rights movement was representative of everybody, of all minorities, of all individuals that faced uh, non equal representation in our society. So um, the disability rights movement was right along with that. And it got a lot of steam. It got a lot of the conversation was being had. And there was a lot of representation and change being made at that time. But meaningful change for individuals with disabilities didn't come about, just like you guys said, until the 1990s, until the ADA was written into law that made, it was legislation that said all public spaces needed to have a certain level of accessibility, um, more representation for, or more regulation surrounding employment, housing, and the like. But here we are in 2023, and I would make the argument that many of those uh, issues still exist the laws do very little to provide regulatory agency for discrimination in the workplace, discrimination when it comes to finding housing opportunities, when it comes to education opportunities, and even uh, our medical, our healthcare rights uh, are probably like the most serious place where we're discriminated against and not represented and not equally treated uh, when it comes to getting reasonable treatment or proper care. Um, and that's crazy because it's you know, crazy. It's like and, and this is where I come with you, Tom, and not to, I'm not anywhere trying to argue with you, but it is a lot better than what I had when I got hurt 35 years and, and our good friend, Robert Soto, than what he had, you know, 50 years ago, you know, so, you know, with, with society, we've already seen it. It takes time to change. You know, I mean, what, 10 years ago, if you saw two, you know, two people, uh, gay people on TV, it was like taboo, especially, you know, in like a commercial until I think there was a TV show out there. And, you know, you know, so and it's still today, they would say we still don't have the equal rights. We probably lose out on jobs because because of the, you know, because we're gay. And so, you know, things just take time. And, and yes, we need better accessibility. We need be better housing, better employment that, for people to recognize that we can do the job. We just, you know, that's the problem. People have to take time. And that's where people don't want to do is take the time to figure it out together. Well, how long is reasonable to wait when it affects <laughs> your everyday life? When uh, it affects your ability to work right now, when it affects yeah. your ability to survive, when it affects your ability to, you know, live independently and participate 
equally in society on an equal basis as everybody else. How what would you, how would you change it though, Tom? Not to put you on the spot, but is there a, you know, do we have solutions? That's the problem. We don't have a lot of solutions for it. Um, yeah, there are, so there are, there are solutions. There's there are, education. Sure. There, it just takes a lot of time and money, <laughs> time and money. And that. No, no, not so much money and time. We have the infrastructure in place to do a lot of what we need to do. We need to provide, we need to educate. We need to educate everybody. We need to, Always. we need to include. So part of education is inclusivity. Like, you know, individuals with disabilities need to be in the same classroom as other kids with disabilities. And there needs to be an infrastructure to provide, you know, equal accessibility in the same space. So we're all together. We're all represented together. We're all raised together. We can all be seen as equal together, not necessarily separated, um, which I feel like is a lot of what's going on right now. We need um, social protections. We need <clears throat> protections in the way of regulatory agency when it comes to big companies um, providing employment opportunities for individuals with disabilities. There is <clears throat> right now not meaningful government agency that provides the regulatory agency to these companies to ensure that individuals, the 41 million individuals of the 350 million, that's a huge portion of the population here just in the US are provided equal employment opportunities. And similarly with housing and healthcare, there is not proper regulatory agency. And, and I live in one of the most accessible um, equitable places in the world, I would argue, here in California. Yeah. Um, California has some of the best laws and regula regulations and social protections for individuals with disabilities and minorities and uh, otherwise. Now, I live in an inaccessible apartment, as I already mentioned. Um, there is not a reasonable, affordable, accessible apartment in the city of Los Angeles that I could easily move into without an obscene and unreasonable amount of money for someone that lives with a disability and relies on social services to survive. Um, that is discrimination. And there is no government agency or regulatory agency that ensures my equal rights or anybody else's equal rights when it comes to trying to move out, live independently. Um, everybody with a disability that has an uh, aspiration to live independently knows this um, and understands it because it's crazy hard and difficult to attain if, unless you have a lot of money now. That's discrimination. Um, bottom that's line. Where, that's where I say um, it takes, that's where I say it, it, a lot of times it comes down to the money. How, how are those apartment buildings going to make money when they're sitting on a piece of land that California, you know, sits there and it's a gold mine for them. And it, you know, they gotta, they gotta pay for it somehow. And I know what you're going to say. They can get tax breaks. They can get a lot of things. And, and, and that's reasonable to a point when, you know, especially here in Southern California, we're so overpopulated, you know, as it is. Well, no, I don't think that it's reasonable to, 
say like 5% of the units need to be uh, accessible for one, fully accessible, meaning accessible bathroom, accessible cooking area, accessible whether it's a studio apartment or otherwise. And if that means a little bit more space or square footage, whatever, that's what that means. But also these apartments need to be held and reserved for individuals with disabilities and not rented out to individuals that aren't disabled because there's plenty of housing for them. And if there was, and if like these, um, you know, building landlords, whatever, um, were forced to hold these units for individuals with disabilities that actually needed them, then that go a long way in providing reasonable, fair access to housing for individuals with disabilities. But I don't know, before I found this place, I had to visit, this is not an exaggeration, 40 plus apartment complexes, 40. Yeah, that is a and, lot. I mean, that's crazy. Um, that is crazy. And, and none of to, them have any... None of them had accessible units available. Not a single one. Did they have accessible units in they did the have accessible units. They were just taken. Okay. Because the laws in California mandate that there's a certain number of accessible units, and we've got that part covered. Uh, well, yeah, and, we, uh, and you also live in the highest disability city, too. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so that is one part of it. Now, the healthcare system in the u.s at the, the very least because it's not a socialized healthcare system is discriminatory to not just individuals with disabilities but to poor people as well um to anybody that doesn't have uh you know money to pay for privatized healthcare, because that's what the system incentivizes is um you know like the best healthcare is private healthcare that costs a lot of money uh because again there is not any regulatory agency in a for-profit system when you're benefiting when you're profiting off of six off of sick people at the end of the day it's always going to be better for you to you know keep the money train going and to not provide the best care to people because i don't know it benefits you in the end that they're sick and they have to keep coming to you for medicine and healthcare services and things like that. But when you have a chronic condition and you rely on healthcare to survive, um, you're right. We have the wonders of modern medicine today. Individuals with disabilities have the opportunity to live a lot longer um, and be a lot healthier um, because we have the medicine and the technology to do so. But many many individuals do not have access to that still um, because they don't have the money because they're poor because they're a minority group whatever didn't have the same opportunities as everybody else and that is an infringement upon their human rights um, and it's really scary he, even here in la uh, i know an individual who's 16 years old he's been a quadriplegic for a year he does not have a wheelchair. He does yeah. not have a, a wheelchair that he can face himself. And he's from a marginalized community that doesn't have access to the same healthcare, the same rights that other individuals do. And it's it's super crazy, it's super crazy to me that it even exists. It, like the, yeah. that 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 can exist here in California. And because, in and because he doesn't for medicare is 
Is... Um, no, he he has Medicare. He's he's receiving outpatient services at a hospital I won't name, um, and now is a part of California Children's Services and is is in the process of getting some of these, but some of these things. But the point is, is that this individual, for whatever reason, he's facing what he is facing now, the consequences of a year outside of not having a power chair, the scoliosis, the pressure wounds, the other healthcare issues and stuff is, it's because he's been discriminated against because of the healthcare system, because the fact that he's even faced it, the fact that that situation even exists is because of like discrimination in the healthcare system and not treating this individual equally. And many other individuals face this. I'm talking like a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people in the hundreds and the thousands every day face this healthcare discrimination so that's, because they uh... don't have equal representation. The healthcare system is impossible to navigate unless you have private insurance. The social services provided in hospitals is not meaningful. It's not fair. It's not, I think, equal for individuals that don't speak the language or have an understanding of the healthcare system. Um, and it's really, really terrible. No, that is hard. The system is definitely flawed and you have to See, like for somebody that's younger like that, underage, it's probably hard for him. I don't know what his family is like, but advocate, like you've talked about it before, you and your mom, like calling your mom being on the phone with social workers and Medicare and hospitals for hours trying to get you the right services and right, like. That, you know, that is my point though. That is like, discrimination. That is. And it's not hard to get the stuff. Uh, um, if you can afford it, then you get it awesome but that's not healthcare. we live in the modern era where we have the means to provide health care for anybody and everybody we have the medical devices we have the hospital we have the infrastructure but there is bias that takes place there is discrimination that takes place and and, and it's not but tom it's also not just us who have disabilities. It's a lot of people across the board. That's true. You know, health, the health system right now is failing because they are overstaffed and we don't have enough beds. You know, I, I mentioned, you know, before and just privately, and now this is probably going out, my wife just wasn't feeling be uh, well yesterday. We kind of had a feeling, but because she had an aneurysm a few years ago, she was scared, she was nervous, let's go to the ER. And she never even got into a room. And you know they had to do everything out in the waiting room because it is so overpacked. You know? And yes, tis the season of everybody having either the nastiest cold or COVID, you know, but still she can't even get in. And long story short, you know, it was turned out it was her sodium a little bit low. Um, they gave her a sailing bag. She feels much better today. But the point is, you know, they can miss something just because they are so overworked. And a lot of people get misdiagnosed. It's, uh, you know, I don't care if it's cancer. I don't care if it's, you know, something else. You know, it's not just us. You have to remember that the, the pot is bigger than that when it comes to the healthcare. You know, when it comes to people having the same insurance, the same rights, 
you know, in, in the shit money that I have to pay for. And I want to be fully retired where I don't even have to worry about income, but I do a lot of side jobs because I want to pay for a secondary so I can have at least decent insurance because one way or another, I've missed a lot of these shows because of my health. And if I had to pay that 20%, I, Bobby, I would you're be right there. You're facing inequality right there because you have to choose between making a certain amount of money, not making a certain amount of money to maintain certain things, to be able to afford certain things, to be able to afford a certain level of healthcare insurance and stuff that should just be provided based on the nature of your condition. But who's going to pay for it? Um, the We are, everybody doesn't want to pay more taxes. Nobody wants to pay more taxes, and that's where who's got to pay for it. We all have to pay for it. But the nature of a democracy and uh, the na the nature of the government as it's supposed to function and operate is that if people are taxed fairly, meaning wealthy individuals are taxed in equal measure or in a fair way, um, then yes, we would have the means to provide socialized healthcare. There are examples of this functioning in different parts of the world right now where people are taxed in a fair way where they can still live and function and make money and be happy and be wealthy and have a socialized healthcare system where anybody who acquires a disability or sick or who has a mental health disorder or something can receive care regardless. Tell me what is fair. What what part of life is anywhere fair? If it's not the health care or any part, you know, of just being in a hit and run to, uh, you know, to uh, uh, getting hitting a pothole these days and getting a flat tire and then, you know, you run into a guardrail and it's not even your fault. It's, you know, this big pothole that didn't get fixed by our in infrastructure. It goes down the line, unfortunately, and we're just a part of the bumps that keep on going. All right. Um, I, real quick, you guys, I'm going to take a second to, uh, in the chat, we had a little bit while back, we had a new uh, Fell831. Um, I yeah, just wanted to mention, yeah, he said he's new to his disability. He feels like a former shell of himself. And then uh, Hip Crip actually had a great comment. Um, it'll take time to fill your new shell, but you'll get there. And that's totally true. If you are new to this, there's a lot to learn, a lot to go through. And uh, the disability rights, this is important too. Just make sure you're advocating for yourself um, and getting, you know, everything you need. But uh, um, yeah, and if you have any other questions, let us know, Fel. Um, and then also Paul, up a while back, just quick little history thing. After World War II, Gutman initiated what is now the Paralympics, which changed what physio looks like. Uh, so, and, you know, and view from my chair just said, People from Canada come to the U.S. for good medical service. And a lot of us who live in here in California, when they want to go get dental work, they go to Mexico or they when they need to get meds. You know, it goes down the line. We go we go like this. It's it's kind of that that saying ventilators want to be quads, quads want to be paras and paras want to be able body and able body want to be, you know, the best fit person in the world that never has a health problem like Tom Brady. You know, it, the you know no matter where we're going to look, there's always going to be problems. You know, there's going to be a problem when I go out my front door 
to go pushing and I got to deal with my driveway that has a little bump right there. And I've had just the other day them come by and say, you can't have that little rubber ramp. And I'm like, but if it's not there, I can't get up my driveway myself. And they're like, but it can't be there. You're blocking the gutter. And it's just like, you know what? But then you need to shave it down. And they're like, but that's elite. You know, they can't do that here in the city of Fountain Valley. And it's just like, you know, it's not fair. So I just still continue to just lay down the rubber. Um, I know we're getting a little poly charged on this conversation. Yeah. Uh, and it's great. I, I think it's, it's, we should because uh, it's charging. conversation. It's you guys are right. Like, I mean, it, I wish things were so black and white. Uh, things are very, very gray in how the world operates. Uh, I wouldn't say that I'm clueless, angry quad. I'd say that you're pretty clueless if that's how you want to come and attack me um, in the comments like that. Um, socialism, I'm not going to sit here and argue the merits or the ability to function on a large scale. Um, I doesn't matter if you're a socialist, if you're a conservative, if you believe this, believe that. We're talking about fairness and equitability and representation. Um, um, this healthcare conversation that we're having and stuff, I can sit here and spew out example after example after example. Discrimination face in the hospital, face when going to receive treatment. Politically charged, that's what poly charged. And I stole that from another podcast where they just joke, that's what they say. It's like, ooh, we're getting pretty poly charged. Um, just but I know politics and things get divisive or whatever. Um, you know, it's, I'm not, I'm not, these are just my viewpoints. I have live in America. It's free speech. I can, you know, talk, you all can have your opinions, whatever. That's all cool. But let's keep it peace and love. Like, you don't gotta say negative things in the comment, like somebody's clueless, uh, because I'm not clueless. Um, I'm actually pretty educated and uh, yeah. So let's but keep it cool. You are, you, you are, you're spot on a lot of things too. And, and it's not that anybody you here is. Life isn't fair. Like that's an excuse that like things can't be better. You know, like if you go to a fair. third world country and you uh, become a quadriplegia, you're going to die. Well, you're I actually very long. just now, like are you saying what we have like, that they shouldn't have a better healthcare system more similar to other parts of the world because oh, life's not fair, you know, like sucks for them. Are you saying no. like things can't be better even here in the US because like things just aren't fair that we can better um, provide better care, better treatment, more equal and fair. Absolutely. Treatment for everybody when it comes to healthcare, say, when it comes to housing, when it comes to everything. Our, our system is definitely flawed with stuff and there are a lot of issues with things. But I actually just met somebody over the weekend who got injured seven years ago in India and spent the first close to seven years in bed. They never, never got a single thing of rehab. They never helped him with anything. He just moved to the U.S. He's doing rehab now. He's like playing rugby. He's actually out doing like actually learning how to like be stronger transfer in his chair got a chair when he got here 
all that stuff. So it, all I know is like it definitely is all different all over the world. And even in a, you know, a country that, yeah, like we, we have a lot of I mean, issues, but yeah, we are have to remember. more advanced and a lot better off than a lot of people around the world. Then 95% of the countries out there, we have it 10 times better than anybody. And, you know, it's kind of like this. It's, it's, if you ever seen Vegas vacation, when, you know, Clark picks at something when they're at the Hoover dam and here comes this water and he's sitting there trying to plug everything with a gun, you know, and it's just, you know, more and more and more plugs. That's what it is. You, 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 you think you have something correct in infrastructure or the way it should be but there's always going to be leaks here and there there and there here and there and you know no matter how well we think it should be fair you know or or equal it's unfortunately never going to be that way in the sense that i can be born and another person can be born and my parents you know, sit down and take the time and read and educate me and take me to good schools and blah, blah, blah. And then my neighbor, you know, Joe, his parents could give a crap. They, you know, they're sitting there lazy all day watching TV and they never care about their kid's homework and he's failing. And it's like, oh, why are you failing? You're a dumbass. You know, that's not fair. You know, here's a kid that doesn't have parents that could care. And here's the parents that do. Life is not fair. That's what I mean by not fair. You know, we all have something that's not fair. You know, Luis gets injured and he gets the gold mine of insurance by having workman's comp. And then you get somebody who gets hit by a hit and run, has no insurance. You know, he, you know, nobody knows who did it. And, you know, he was a student, didn't have the best insurance. No money comes towards him. And it's like, you know, the, the problem is, things aren't fair. And then now he's got to go through a bumpy road of, of insurance where Luis has, you know, a workman's comp and has the gold mine of all things. Now, it is a Santa Claus wish list that I have. <laughs> Absolutely. Because the world is fucked up and things aren't fair. But on this Santa Claus wish list, I do imagine where Lewis, someone with workman's comp and the fortune of his position when he was disabled and the homeless person that got hit by a car with no insurance, no savings, no anything can then receive equal and fair treatment and equal and fair rehabilitation and equal and fair opportunity for housing and for vocational training and ability to function normally in society and fairly. Yes, that is, I have, I have that on my wish list for Santa Claus I, every I year. And I, I think you. that that is attainable. Now you're like, I don't know, like people are so jaded and mm. Uh, maybe I'm just the one living in a delusional reality or self-delusion reality that I think people are better. And I think that we can all work together and come together to better take care of one another and better represent everybody and provide this magical 
world where we are all represented. We all have opportunity for housing and clean water and education and work. And we are included in the general school system and we are provided the equal opportunity to participate in sports and activities. We don't have to rely on a nonprofit to provide that for us when, you know, the grace and the beauty of individuals do provide that. The Triumph Foundation, we talk about all the time. I mean, we're not making big bucks here on Live to Roll, but, you know, we're passionate about trying to educate and provide um, a space for others to come together and support one another and to teach one another and do all this stuff. Now, uh, why can't this be a part of society? So why? That's what, um, because Anger Quad said it, you know, and, and I feel this has really gone through the weight side over the, the years is that um, simply the fact is, as a community, we have to reach out and simply take care of one another. Nobody takes care of one another anymore these days, very little. And everybody is out for themselves, it seems like. I, I Maybe I'm, I, you know, I feel that that way when, you know, just even driving, you know, it's just like, what the, why, why do you have to go 90 and risk somebody else's life that might be going 70? And, you know, and they're like, well, the guy's so slow. And it's like 70 is pretty fast. And, yeah. you know, nobody is looking out for everybody that we can all go 70 and everybody take care of each other. You know, that's just like a little example that I have. It just seems like everybody's crazy out there these days and not looking out for each other. You know, there's the days of where kids just cross the street and they don't even, you know, they're expecting you to stop. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, let's, every, we got, you know, we can work together, you know, just wave your hand out there and maybe somebody will slow down and stop for you. I understand you want to get across the street, but not to attempt your life and then me getting in trouble by hitting you. Yeah. Well, I think in society that is true, but I feel like at least in the disability community, we kind of do have a little bit of a community for like, at least all, most of the people I know are all at least willing, maybe not financially, but they're willing to help with things and maybe help you find solutions to come up with things, you know, or like where you can maybe get financial help. Um, but I was going to say, uh, Paul actually had a couple great questions uh, and things that I actually had in my notes for the questions here. Um, but think about solutions. What does that look like? How can we band together to initiate change? Which is exactly like the community aspect Angry Quad was just talking about. And then what does change look like? So what do you guys feel on that? Like what, uh, how can we band together yeah. to do this? And then what will that look like in the future if we can manage to get more disability rights or you know more uh, equality? You know, what I, what, the way I kind of, uh, you know, on, on one point, and I, I don't have a, a great answer for it, but like for companies that have 500 and more employees, there's, you know, they should have to hire a, you know, and this should be paid by, you know, our government that, hey, let's just say all three of us had the job of going into, you know, I'll just, you know, name a Nike, let's just say. And we meet down with Nike to tell them, and, and it's, you know, you have people with at least 10 different types of disabilities. And th this is the community that's going to go in there and tell and, and get to learn how 
Pepsi is run and how Pepsi can hire more disabled people with all different needs of that. It's same with, you know, somehow hospitals and doctors and going in there and listen to our committee that we were hired by Memorial Care or um, Dignity Care or, you know, Hogue hospitals. And I'm sure there's tons I'm, you know, I'm leaving out, but they have to hire, you know, a committee of these 10 representatives of all these different disability, if it's a brain injury or CP or spinal bifida, um, spinal cord, amputee, whatever it may be, um, uh, or, or even cognitive and special needs, you know, figuring out, you know, what they can do to make it better out there. And, you know, with, you know, insurance, I don't know. I don't, you know, no matter what, everybody's going to argue that we pay too much in insurance. How do we make it for all? You know, we have, you know, that, you know, that doesn't do much for us, but it's still there sort of with Medicare, Medicaid. You know, I don't know how to solve that problem. I think it comes down to... I think it comes down to the the buck, but that's just me, and maybe I'm naive, and I'm I'm sure I'm somewhat naive when it comes to the to insurance. I don't know enough. I don't read up enough about it. I just know that I just work my ass off nowadays just to pay for it because I'm so scared of paying twenty percent. Because thank God I worked my ass off from the age of sixteen to seventeen. <laughs> of having you know paying into the system and then after i got hurt i went out and got a job for 10 years paying into social security and that helped a lot um and but it doesn't help a lot i mean the whole thing i had 20 percent. where do i come up with that and for a while i was on my wife's insurance but we still had to pay for it like up the yin yang you know it took a lot out of her salary to pay for me as you know so when i went in the hospital got home, we didn't have a copay of 20% of a hospital bill that cost 200,000. Sounds like you're facing a lot of discrimination in the healthcare system you're participating. Absolutely. Absolutely, um, Tom. It's I not pretty, think, but there's um, ways to work hard for Angry it. Quad, Angry Quad said something I can agree with, finally. Um, it does okay. start here. Um, it does start right here. It starts with raising awareness. It starts with um raising awareness of the infringements upon our rights that we face every day still um you know we to provide uh education to help people understand that recognition recognition of disability rights uh, is a human's rights issue um and that human rights exist for everybody at least everybody that's human and that's individuals with disabilities um that we deserve the same fair and equal treatment representation as everybody else um and that's just by continuing to raise awareness and have a conversation about it um how does meaningful change come about um i'd say the biggest way is by facilitating um meaningful dialogue when it comes to forming laws and policy um in regards to rights of persons with disabilities um that means having representation representation in uh governmental bodies um representation in humanitarian 
groups and um, people that organizations that form law and protect human rights. Um, I think that exists more today than it ever has because of the civil rights movement and the action and efforts of many, many individuals with disabilities who are passionate about this too, now hold political office and represent and political standing and um, are part of these organizations that put into writing human rights and what they are and how to best protect us, but that needs to be better and more representation. We need to have more individuals with disabilities a part of um, writing writing legislation and- You know, when we started this, when we started this and I said, I hate this topic and this is why, you know, I mean, there's nothing perfect in the, um, in the chat, everybody has, has been great. Um, hip Crip, sounds good, Bobby, but only if they're qualified and the best choices uh, for their position. Absolutely. For the company's employee, 100 or less. But where was it? Somebody said that, a oh, view from my chair. Um, there's a requirement for small companies to contact the federal government to hire 7% of disability workers. But, you know, great but what does that mean seven percent you know where does that is that you know a gentleman that just might be one amputee or a hurt uh bum knee not sure um uh, uh the most of us aren't able to work uh to afford anything i understand that that's why i can't work today i get sick all the time when I was running myself ragged, working all the time. I love work. I, you know, I hate sitting around at home doing, you know, anything at home. I love to work. Um, and I know some of us can't afford it. You know, their body wears out real quick. Um, that's 100% sure. And I know that's flawed. Um, it's a tough problem. We're all trying to solve it, but we need to stay together and battle together. That is, you know, that is great, you know. So I mean, some good comments out there. I, it, it's a that's why I said it from the beginning. I hate this conversation because there's a lot of talk, and I, and it goes with politics these days, you know. The you know, especially when you you know turn on the news these days, everybody writes and everybody, you know, all those you know Fox News, CNN. MSNBC to, you know, the small little, any paper you read, you know, as I say to my wife, it's just all freaking, I'll say it, fucking uh, opinions these days. I'm, you know, and I'm sure we're all sick of opinions. I have an opinion, you have an opinion, you know, it even comes down to, you know, my wife. I'm not sick of anybody's opinion. I'm not sick of your opinion. I'm not even sick of angry quads opinion, but I would argue that his reaction to this conversation is a perfect example of how to hinder progress is not being able to listen to somebody's different opinions or ideas on how things could be or you know their supposed wish list for how they want the world to be without calling somebody clueless or telling them to stop crying or to uh, like attacking them i feel like in kind of a weird and inappropriate way but we when have, but, he has an opinion, you know, 
Like, but we have too much of opinions yeah. going on in this in in the United States. Too much opinions when it comes to, you know, everybody has their say, but nobody's doing a lot about it. All those news and and reporters, you know, just put opinions of themselves. And trust me, I'm a big sports nut, and everybody knows that. But when it comes down to it, everybody has an opinion where Bill Belichick for freaking go, you know. It's just opinions all day when you open up Facebook and see somebody's post. It's their opinion. And we're not like um, uh, where it said uh, it's a tough problem to solve. We're all trying to solve, but we need to stand in this battle together. And we're not doing that when it comes down to many portions of, of society here in the United States. I don't care if it's a disability or if it's a black issue or if it's a work-related issue. We're just not standing together like we should. We have the power. We have the infrastructure to do it. We're just not doing Everybody gets what's called is greed. Greed is, greed is a terrible thing out there. It does have to be a group effort, like together we stand, divided we fall, like Angry Quad had mentioned. Uh, that is like it, it has to be the community has to come together. And there are a lot of individual people that aren't quite community based. But I also do think that just voicing it, getting it out there, the more you educate, if that's what you're into, social media and posting different stuff, then post a bunch of stuff about, you know, your like your rights and things. And like when you do run into issues, um, I feel like that's the modern way today to come about some sort of change. Unless you guys want to go old school and we could go do like a roll through the... Uh, um, down uh, the Capitol, you know, like street or office, like, like, uh, uh, um, they did back for the ADA rights and stuff and crip camp. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, it in. Yeah. We I mean, if you look at, yeah, if you look at some of those things along the changes in the seventies throughout the eighties, it was Julie Newmar, you know, that she really, you know, you know, got people united and we all stood together and and you know we just don't do that as a nation as much as we should anymore you know and that's why you have you know so many of these nonprofits fighting for the other part of what we need you know if it comes down to the bless of triumph foundation here you know somebody taking the reins and saying hey we're gonna go shooting or we're gonna go have this sports festival where everybody gets together you know, or you have, you know, the Christopher Reeves and, and some great other ones, you know, where people can try to afford, you know, a hand cycle like I have in, in the back where I can't afford $8,000 and where this hand cycle that I have in a, in a bike shop costs two and a, $2,500 probably. And, and I have to pay 8,000. That's not equal. Um, no. Yeah. It's not really fair and equal. Um, you guys, uh, everybody in the comments, um, thank you for having this conversation. It is a um, um, tough one to have just because of the nature of talking politics. Um, get a little poly charged. Um, everybody has their own <laughs> beliefs and their opinions. Um, I really do uh, kind of agree with what angry quad said together we stand divided we fall um the only way we move forward is together as one as brothers and sisters in humanity as at the end of the day that's what every person is we are all 
you know, part of humanity. We are all together in this. And the only way that we succeed and thrive and survive is together um, and not divided. Um, I think part of moving forward together is being open to other people's opinions and points of views, um, especially those of which you don't necessarily agree with. I'm always trying to better myself um, through educating myself and learning about how others see and experience the world um, and trying to grow my ideas and opinions through my understanding of other individuals' experiences as well. I know that I certainly am not right um, in, you know, in regards to many, many things um, because of my lack of certain knowledge and life experience and understanding of certain things. Um, but I think I am right about some things too. Um, and I do have some good point of, points of views and opinions and um, ideas. Um, and let, and I'm going to continue to talk about them and share those ideas and try to continue to learn and grow um, and educate and love and respect um, anybody and everybody um, and to work mm. to help myself, my family, my people, my community, and everybody else too, as best I can um, and contribute as positively as I can to the world um, with as much love uh, as I can. And that is how we move forward. That is how we do this. And that's what I'll be doing here on Live to Roll every week. That's why I love to do it is because it gives me an opportunity to educate, help connect, and most of all, learn too. Learn from you guys. Learn um, from our community, from everybody in the chat, um, from the people we have on the show. Most of all, from Sean and Bobby, uh, because they're the guys that I get to talk with the most on here. Um, and I feel very blessed to uh, be a part of this community and have the opportunity to learn and to hopefully disseminate some knowledge and stuff that I've garnered throughout my lifetime as well. Um, and that you guys, uh, you know, appreciate that and uh, enjoy it. And I know some of y'all do because you keep coming back. Um, and I love you guys and appreciate you for that. We love you. Uh, that's a great, uh, a great way to kind of start closing the show out. I think like, because that's what it does take. It takes us as a community learning from each other, um, working with each other and, um, like, you know, just trying to promote the change. Uh, that Sarah, you know. Sarah said it perfect. Respect is priceless. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I do envision a world where not just all the, all of us living here in the U S um, have, you know, equal rights as everybody else, but every individual, the disability in the world can lead an independent self-affirming life where we define ourselves according to our ideas and our beliefs and hopes and our dreams and not by what society views us or allows us or offers us. I really do believe that we can create a better world where we can live and be happy and be healthy and 
have opportunities similar to everybody else. Um, and just because our circumstances are not similar to everybody else, we got to deal with all this healthcare shit and all the obstacles of living with disability, we can at least be uh, represented equally and on the same table and playing field as everybody else. Um, and it probably won't be attained in my lifetime, but I'm going to do what I can to help move us in that direction in my lifetime. And I, I mean, if we keep doing that, then we can create a better world, a better future. And if it comes down to, you know, where we have strong beliefs, if, if you don't like it, it starts with you and it starts with the change. I didn't like it when I first got hurt that I didn't know what a C five, six quad was and what they can do. I had somebody across the hall who was a C five, seven or a C seven. And I didn't understand no matter how much they were showing me the, the nerves and this is where you're hurting that. But he was pushing a chair, he was transferring and he was lifting weights and bench pressing. And I'm like, I don't understand. And then when I got hurt or when I got out of the hospital and somebody got hurt, who was my level, I said, you know, they said, would you want to talk to him? I'm like, yeah, because I didn't get that. And I went into his room and, you know, if he was still here today, I know for years, he was just like, thank God, Bobby showed me, you know, took a lot of time of me sitting there wondering why I can't do something. He explained it and that's changed. And then I did it for a long time and I would go to little hospitals like, um, you know, s smaller hospitals and said, please send your patients to bigger hospitals. It doesn't work because they want the money, but it's like, no, you, these quad, this one quad who at, you know, needs to be in other hospitals and, you know, but the, that's what I believed in. And I try to make change and I still to today, you know, going to UC or UCI over here, you know, please. You know, can you can you get them over there or here, you know, because they just don't have the community of what it needs for that. Yeah, no, that's a and Bobby, I just want to say I, I appreciate you because you were that guy that came to my hospital room 20 years ago, too. Um, and so I know you've been doing that a long time and helping a lot of people get their bearings right off the bat and, you know, figure that stuff out in rehab because that's hard and scary in the beginning. Uh, when you don't know and you are, you know, it's the, the world of uncertainty that you're entering. Um, but yeah, you guys want to maybe thank the sponsors. Imagine, imagine being in a world of uncertainty, but a surety and understanding that despite all the uncertainness that you're facing, you're going to be taken care of. You're going to be provided accessible accommodations. You're going to be provided a wheelchair and education and rehabilitation and vocational training and everything you need to get back to being an independent, functional member of society like everybody else. Imagine that. That'd so be that's pretty the world fun. that we're, that's where we're hoping to get with change. Uh, so hopefully I, be, everybody work, work on that, do what you can. What are you saying, Bobby? And before we do that of our sponsors, who was it? I'm looking. I think it was Taryn Rob uh, was in the hospital. And I just wanted I to say that. get well. Um, yeah, I did see that, Rob. Yeah. 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 Hopefully. You know, and I, I just hope you get better for whatever reason while you're in the hospital. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. I'm kicking it with Rob and Tara. We, uh, yeah. we love you guys. They are uh, always hanging out on the gaming stream with me. Yeah. We yeah. never, I, the worst mm -hmm. thing so is. 
a year ago today is the day I almost lost my life. So, oh wow! And then I was hospital. Yeah. Uh, so uh, today's the day I found out um, I had so much fluid, and if we wait another half an hour, you're probably going to die. So you know, I'm alive, and I never, you know, it took 30 days to be in the hospital in rehab, and so I hate it when I see anybody who. Uh, gets out of rehab and has to go back. It's the worst thing ever. And I've done it many times and it's, it, it's never easy. So, yeah, I, we definitely send our wishes to uh, Robin Tara hospital. Not yeah. fun for sure to be doing uh, anytime. So uh, best wishes get well. And then Sarah, I just, Sarah just wanted to also shout out this last comment here. Uh, she said that we all come here to escape our troubles and have community. So I appreciate that. That's what we do want to have a, community um oh and viv shout out tomorrow's her yeah happy life birthday so happy uh anniversary life. on that life birthday new life birthday rebirth whatever uh you you like to term it um but yeah let's go ahead and thank the sponsors as we are getting to the hour here and try to wrap uh and also uh leah put in the chat to make sure to catch the show on spotify or apple podcast google podcast uh we will have it uploaded by tomorrow and all this year's shows are uploaded on Spotify and Shopify, or yeah, Spotify and anywhere you get your your podcast. And you can check out our Shopify and get some lift You can check shit. the Shopify too. Spotify, Shopify, uh, go to both. Links are both in the description. I know, I know it's been uh, very, very cold back east and, you know, many parts of the uh, country. I am burning up so bad. Like I am like... I cannot wait for the show to hit done and get this sweatshirt off because our live to roll sweatshirts are oh, the are warmest warm. sweatshirts I have I have of all my sweatshirts. And that's my it was warmest hoodie too. Where, what's that, Sean? That, that's my warmest hoodie too. The live to roll mm. that black pullover sweater. I made I bought those as they're heavyweight sweaters, so they are oh. a thicker sweater than a, your standard hoodie. So if you're a cold you know, quad, I think we have a few left in stock if you want to check out the store yeah check out our store because i am i am toasty warm and if you could uh if i could sweat you would see beads of sweat coming off this bald head of mine all right so let's wrap this up so bobby can uh, not overheat here and in, in I'll, I'll do a demonstration while you're doing that because right, uh, i know that's part of our thanks sponsors I'm gonna uh, you, speed right first, you want me to hand do yeah, sponsors I'll, I'll speed run it um Let's uh, give a big shout out to Mobility Professionals, uh, the greatest rehabilitation equipment company in the game here in Southern California. Uh, if you need wheelchairs or whatever in regards to uh, standing frames, other similar durable medical equipment, they're your people. And um, their sister company, Urology Professionals, um, can hook you up with your, your urological supplies, catheters and the like, anywhere in the U.S. of A., um, they are the best in the game uh, when it comes to helping you out, uh, getting you your supplies on time with regularity. Um, so if you are struggling with that, or if you're just looking to get a cool company to manage your urological supplies, uh, go give them a call. Uh, let them know Live to Roll sent you. Um, tomorrow, we'll be coming at you with some gaming with T-Fizzle. Um, and then on Thursday... We're coming at you with women. Women. The women just really know. Rihanna with, actually will be out. So the other, uh, Nikki, Ashley, Maya, and Jessica will be running the show, doing their 
women show. But it's going to be a great show for you guys. So check it out on Thursday. Uh, what's their show? Uh, what's the name of their show again? So actually, we're calling it Wheel Girl Chat. That's for the young, the girls, the younger girls. So now we're oh, going to have two yeah. women shows. We got Wheel Girl Chat and Rolling with the Golden Oldies. So those are our two new women shows. Or one was already here, but we rebranded as Wheel Girl Chat. <laughs> so we got that coming up this Thursday. And then we'll be back next week. Every week, every Tuesday, whether you want to see or not. And hopefully by next Tuesday, I will have updated banners on all these with uh, the newer colors and kind of a little bit cleaner, better look for everything. And then we also got... Come on, Tom, it's not like you just got married. <laughs> um, good one, Bobby. Um, but yeah, I think that's it, you guys. Uh, thank you all for uh, being here, uh, for having this conversation with us. Um, Hoped it was a good one. Um, I know. I feel like I learned something. Uh, hope y'all uh, feel like you got something out of this too. Uh, something positive at least, because uh, that was our intention. And uh, yeah, can't wait to come back to you guys with another very politically charged topic, so we can get <laughs> more divisive on the show. Because I like it. Let's get spicy, baby. I'm feeling it was spicy. fun. It was fun, it was... and and and. Much love to the chat, no matter if you agree or disagree with us. We know that it's a very charged um, charged topic, and I don't think uh, I think we can go on for hours and hours and and it would still uh, just be just as fun to uh, to hit mo a lot of different points too. And this is we, we did this off the cuff. We didn't even do uh, any other bu bullet points where I'm oh, sure we can um, me and. Me and me and Sean did some research and had oh, some well, talking. Thanks, including me. I'm glad Bobby that you guys did and prepared hey, for today. Bobby, show. the, the um, topics are all also on. They'll all have the topics for us up the week before on our little uh, group calendar. So check you those. provided very good commentary, Bobby, and some really good points. So uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll give but, you a pass this week. Uh, well, thank you guys all for for coming and watching. Once again, we appreciate our sponsors. We appreciate everybody in the chat that's coming, watching, everybody watching afterwards. Um, and make sure to check us out on uh, Spotify and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. So Apple, check that out. Apple, Apple Podcasts, Apple. Google Podcasts, wherever you get them. We're up on all of them. You can check them out. So thank you guys for watching. Live to roll, everybody. We'll see, see Tom tomorrow. Peace. See you guys next week. <laughs>